All right, gruesome friends. All right, Eleanor, listen, do we have a cryptid on our hands today? Potentially. And it's paranormal in nature. I think at this point I can easily classify myself as a cryptid expert. Like obviously went to college and studied it. And like I have graduated with the IUL um, degree in cryptid history for sure. So as the president of all cryptid fan clubs, I'm so excited to introduce you all to the story of the shadowy figure in your darkest of dreams, the hat man. I get so excited for these. I'm just like, cryptid, <laughs> cryptid, cryptid, let's do it. You are my cryptid expert. I will be vice prezi all day, all day, side character. Uh, this is your moment, though I do love them. I am excited for hat man. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your evidence expert, and ready to become the next biggest fan of Hatman. <laughs> I love how open you are to it, regardless Always. of what the cryptid uh, entails. I'm ready like, to support. I'm a fan. Yes, absolutely. Inclusive fan club, Foster's home for imaginary <laughs> cryptids. I'm Eleanor. I'm your stubborn skeptic. Uh, this makes me think of Mario Odyssey. Really? When he throws his little hat. And he, he becomes all the characters. He is our hat man. Oh, he is our hat man. Wow. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. We are so glad to have you guys along for the ride. Do you remember, there was like this hoax a couple of years back, the do you remember this man? It was like this photo of like uh, just a very generic looking face, like a male face. And people would say that they saw him in their dreams. And everyone would have these stories about like, yes, I dreamed about this man. I know about this man. And it turns out it was just like a gigantic hoax. No. I've never heard of this. Well, okay, so that could be a whole IUL episode in itself, honestly. I may have just given away the ending. But, like, this man, people would claim that they had seen in their dreams and everyone had this recollection of him. That's kind of what the hat man is. I hope he is as, mm, like, creepy pasta emo Mm -hmm. boy as I'm expecting. Like, Tumblr fodder as I'm presuming. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. The hat man is a humanoid figure, we love a humanoid, that wears a top hat, a black coat, is six feet tall, and has glowing red eyes. 
They're classified as shadow people, another type of cryptid or ghost or however you want to classify it, uh, which are species of shadowy human-like entities that evoke unsettling feelings. I wanted to really be clear here because I sat there for a minute and I was like, are there hat men? Are there multiple hat men? Do they travel in packs? They are shadow people, plural. Yes. However, it is only hat man. Because, similar to Mothman, people only ever see one. There's not, like, multiple. So could it just be one hat man traveling through space and time to freak you out? Maybe. I like to believe that there are hat men. So the entire theory around this is that people will see hat man in their dreams, when they have sleep paralysis. Like, they'll just see the shadowy figure of a man with this wide-brimmed hat. And people who have encountered him claim that he is far from harmless. In fact, they claim that they've been jumped on or choked, while other people say, nah, he just watches you. He's just he's just like there. He's just standing in the corner of your room. But apparently, he appears during times of trauma or negative emotional disturbances. I mean, T. <laughs> Maybe he's just a friend. He's like... There's certainly a horror movie that Hatman is in, right? Oh, yes, yes. There are like a number of horror movies. Uh, Hold on, let me look. There are multiple um, examples of him. He inspired like the Netflix horror show Haunting of Hill House. There have definitely been like other instances where he's appeared. It kind of reminds me of the Babadook I was going to say, he is kind of like the Babadook. When I, mm-hmm. maybe this is like, this is a little spicy for IUL, but when I, before <laughs> I had a boyfriend, when I used to be a consenting adult, my, like, my <laughs> movie that I would always play if I had anyone over was The Babadook. Stop. It was like my mood setter. <laughs> this happened like multiple times. The Babadook was the hookup movie? It was the mood movie, The Babadook. Oh my God. So I can quote that movie line for line. I don't know why. I would always just put on the Babadook in the background for like years. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's my comfort film. I, I have a confession to make. I'm currently in that single girl stage and mine is Knives Out. Oh, that's a great movie. Though. It's a great movie. A really I usually movie. start it with every intention to actually watch it. But like... I can't believe yours is the Babadook. The <laughs> It fits your personality so much. It does. So back to our hat man, who clearly has inspired so much pop culture media and um, has been the basis of so many scary stories. He's sometimes, like I said before, associated with sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, if you don't know, is a total inability to move for a very brief period that occurs as one is either falling asleep or awakening from sleep. It's the worst. Being in like a half awake state, I've only had sleep paralysis a very few number of times. And every single time it's the worst. I think the worst one I ever had was when you and I and our friend Emma, we were on a road trip from Mm -hmm. Georgia to LA when I moved here. And I had it in a hotel room in uh, New Orleans and I couldn't go back to sleep. It was the worst. I've never experienced it, but my brother used to get them. Mm. Like, because they're also night terrors, right? Like, it's yeah. kind of the same thing. Okay. And I, I've had really bad nightmares and night terrors my entire life. So, like, my sleep paralysis, I think usually um, it'll it'll be like something in the room is, like, real. Like, it's not like people. It's like a disaster. Like, I remember one time when I was having it, the entire room was on fire. 
mm-hmm. while I had sleep paralysis. That's so I finally scary. managed to like move and nothing was on fire anymore. It was very terrifying. So people say that during sleep paralysis, the hat man appears. A medical anthropologist, Shelley Adler, who's a professor at UC San Fran, wrote that Hatman has stalked human beings throughout history, not merely within a particular society or during a specific time. She actually wrote a book. I was so confused. I was like, a medical anthropologist? Like, why are you commenting on Hatman? Where did this come from? But she <laughs> wrote a book on like the phenomena of Hatman appearing to people with sleep paralysis and how he's associated with like psychiatric conditions such as schizophrenia and paranoia. Isn't that fascinating? So it is a figure that appears to people just kind Mm -hmm. of across the board with a lot of similarities. That's actually very interesting. I don't think that it's like this, um, you summon him by saying his name three times, anything like that. I think it's just that a lot of people have experienced this kind of domineering, tall, dark figure with a hat on and it's I mean, just being grouped sense. into the story of Hatman. Because, like, like, there's certainly something psychological about not seeing a mm-hmm. figure's face, right? So it makes sense that something that's that a hat could appear as, like, a very common motif to shield the face of a scary figure while yes. you're having a night terror. Like, that does make a lot Absolutely. of sense, but it's very interesting. Well, because you have to dream people's faces that you've seen before, right? Like, so if you're if you're in that half awake, half asleep stage, or like if your mind is like conjuring up somebody, it makes so much sense that it would be like just the idea of something that would scare you, like a tall, masculine figure wearing like mm-hmm. a big hat, but you can't see any of its features. It makes a lot of sense to me. But where this really started to screw with my brain, some of you may know, Eleanor certainly knows about my house ghost named Paul. <laughs> now, Paul was originally, so when I first moved into this house, I got a psychic reading. I knew this house had energy in it. I had to know. And the psychic said, this is so interesting to me, that there was a man in a big hat. And he was like lingering in the common area. She was like, he really respects your boundaries. Like, he's not going to come into your room. Like, you don't have to be afraid of him. But he's just like watching like the common areas of the house. He's like checking that the gates are closed at night and like all this stuff is like secure. Like, reading the script, I was like, is Paul a hat man? Do you have your friendly neighborhood hat man? I, I just, like... Like, are I you think, taking yeah. care of the stray? I you know think the I mean? stray is in my house. You have, like, fed and clothed him, and now he's, like, your house elf. <laughs> I brought him inside. It's the opposite. <laughs> I fed the stray cat, and now he won't leave. <laughs> How does that make you feel, genuinely, to have, like, like you, you seem to believe, like, confirmed uh-huh. that you have this, like, male large hatted I'm picturing um oh my god when I went to GovBall a couple of years ago with one of our <laughs> mutual friends uh Lil Wayne was wearing this giant hat <gasps> this mad of oh, the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life and that's what I'm imagining like lurking in your kitchen so how does that make you feel now that you, you seem to have confirmation that there's someone watching you well it just makes me wonder if Paul is a hat man like is is he one of no many further thoughts men? like I'm just sitting here and I'm like oh. well I've never really seen Paul I've had dreams about him after I was told about him but I don't know if that dream was influenced by the person giving me a description of him like I've never seen him myself okay I just have I'm like I've never seen him I've just talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Talking yeah. about ghosts makes me sound insane. But like, yes, I completely confirmed he absolutely is a spirit haunting this house. Like, yes, I, I know that he's here. But the idea that he could be a hat man, not jarring, because I don't think he's like bad, but like makes me wonder about the hat men. 
Or was my friend uh, who was giving me the psychic reading, was she just seeing him as a hat man? Because psychologically, that's just like a scary, weird, unfamiliar thing. And now I'm wondering like about his appearance. That's true. Does the hat unsettle you more? Honestly, if someone told yes, me- Yes, I don't want him to wear like, a hat. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I if someone told me I had a ghost in my, in my apartment and his name was Paul, uh-huh. I'd be like, that's pretty chill. If they mentioned he was wearing like a, a wide brim fedora, I dun dun like sus immediately. Yes. Like why? Okay, I'm really glad that the detail about the hat also makes you just like, I don't want him to wear a hat. I just it's don't. Paul, if you're listening, take the hat off, bud. Fashion advice from Lowy Lane. Listen, away from my own personal neighborhood hat man. Up next, we'll hear stories from other people of their own encounters with the hat man and how he's been circulated in the media. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. The first public mention of Hatman can be traced back to April 12th of 2001, where paranormal radio personality Art Bell. I feel like we've talked about Art so much on this show. Run us our check. Like, literally, he's back. <laughs> uh, we've talked about him in Heaven's Gate, as well as the John Teeter episode. Art Bell has this really popular uh, paranormal radio show that I guess just a lot of stuff has been talked about on before. So Art interviewed a Native American tribe elder who described Hat Man as like a legendary medicine man, a shaman of sorts, who did harm to the living because it feeds off of fear. Kind of like, I don't know, like a dementor, any any demon, I feel like in <laughs> pop culture has this idea that they like feed off of the living because they feed off that fear, they feed off that terror. Now, after this episode aired, many people started sharing countless stories, photos, and videos of Hatman. A website called The Hatman Project was created shortly after to- <laughs> The Hatman Project. That's As you said that, my internet connection went unstable. And so I thought, like, I just disappeared. Like, you couldn't see me anymore. The Hatman Project. Yes. I love when you say things that it's my favorite part of this podcast. When you say (laughs) things that are ridiculous to anyone else and you just, like, say them because you're so used to them. You're like an organization called The Hatman Project. And I was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. It's like second nature. So listen, Tim Brown is the owner of this site, and he claims that he encountered the Hat Man as a teenager while living in his grandmother's home. The Hat Man Project is specifically like a website for people to tell their tales, uh, share their videos, and more of Hat Man sightings. But Tim Brown, the creator of the site, says that he saw the figure once wearing a hat and a trench coat that moved slowly at the end of the hallway. And then 
mysteriously vanished. A few years later, Tim was listening to the radio, came across the Art Bell Hatman episode, and it inspired him to create the website. I just said the Hatman episode, like Art Bell's <laughs> radio was like a podcast, uh-huh. but like pod, in my head, that's how it works, you know? So he hears it and he's like, I'm going to create a website. And everyone's like, yeah, I know Hatman. I've experienced Hatman. I know a man with a hat. Okay, so Hatman's not that old. No. Hatman is only 20. Hatman is younger than both of us. But, but, I mean, shadow figure is older. Yeah. Shadow figures forever. But like what we think of when we think of Hatman, he's a pretty new figure. Yes, that legend itself is pretty new. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. I thought Hatman had been around since um, it made sense to wear a hat all the time. That's what I thought too. Right? Like, like, I mean, listen, maybe people have Hatman experiences. They have to. The date back years and years and years before he was dubbed Hatman. Like I said, I think that it makes sense that people would see a shadow person as like this big uh, domineering energy with a hat. With a hat. <laughs> Just a Von Dutch trucker hat. <laughs> the Hatman have like evolved. But Hatman has inspired so many films, um, media pieces, and so much more. He even has a documentary called The Hat Man Documented Cases of Pure Evil, which was released in 2019 with found footage and eyewitness accounts of this entity. Uh, He also inspired the Netflix horror show, The Haunting of Hill House. Listen, I love The Haunting of Hill House. It's probably one of my favorite shows. It's kind of like my comfort movie in a way. Like I will sit there and watch all eight hours, like Mm -hmm. just back to back. I have two shows like that, one being Westworld season one and then the other being Haunting of Hill House, that first season. Fantastic taste. Speaking of comfort Thank movies, you. the hat is reminding me a lot of Witch of the Waste from Hell's Moving mm-hmm. Castle. You know when she like has the big like yes, fuzzy giant like massive hat. I kind of am imagining that in your home now, but attached to a pole. You know that Hat Man has made his way onto social media. So one TikToker made a video in November of 2021 about his own encounter with Hat Man. He claimed that when he would work overnight, he would see Hat Man all the time. One at the end of the hallway and another looking out the window, which I think confirms that it's Hat Men and not I the agree. Hat I'm, I'm fully on board for that. I do think it's an army, a slew. But what I think is so interesting is another user wound up commenting on this video, saying that they have chronic insomnia and can confirm seeing Hatman pop up on the side of the road whenever they're driving home. Which, like, this poses such a fascinating question. You know I believe in everything and anything. I really do. But the phenomena of Hatman is so fascinating to me because is it paranormal? Or is it ingrained in people's heads so that mm-hmm. anytime they see something out of the corner of their eye, it's Hatman? I think it's kind of, it's cyclical now, right? With these Mm -hmm. figures, like even my boyfriend is not like a ghost believer in any capacity, Mm -hmm. but even he, in the time we've been together, has seen something he thought was like kind of shadow figures running across Mm -hmm. the street. So I think shadow figures are very common if they're real Mm -hmm. and if they're not real, like very common to accidentally see or, you know what I mean? Like miss You can find evidence of shadow people if you're looking in a night, okay? And the hat motif, we've already sussed out our big brains that it probably is some psychological, like, you can't see the person's face. Maybe the shadow figure you see doesn't quite look like a person. The top half is kind of weird. So you're like, he's wearing a giant hat. You know, there are a million reasons that I think you could ascribe kind of any tall thing you see to hat man. 
I guess you just kind of answered this question, but have you personally, I know you're just talking about your boyfriend seeing them, but have you ever personally, you think, seen a shadow figure before? Kind of, yes. I Mm -hmm. more than once have, I guess, seen like quick, inexplainable flashes of shadows on the road or out of the corner of my Mm -hmm. eye. I think everybody does, but certainly not a like fully formed shadow figure. The closest I've gotten was that one night we had when we were living together and we saw like weird stuff out of the corner of our eyes, which makes us sound like we were doing something nefarious. We weren't. We were literally just doing tarot and like realizing things, but we started seeing (laughs) uh, weird figures and stuff like that. So that's Uh the only time I've ever almost seen something, but I'm sure you've seen more. Well, that time was so interesting because we kept seeing it out of the corner of our eye in the exact same place. That time mm-hmm. was weird because we had another person there to confirm that like, yes, there it felt like something was in this one part of the house. And when you looked away, you could like see it out of the corner of right. your eye. I definitely don't have that much experience with shadow people. Like, I feel like that's kind of maybe weird, but like if I saw them too frequently, I'd probably freak myself the hell out. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad. I think that shadow people are interesting though. And I almost wish I had a hat man experience, but maybe Paul is a hat man. I don't know. I haven't seen him though. Yeah, he might be having one right now. You go girl. It only Let's took go. 20, how old are you? 28 years, 27 years. I don't, even know, I don't know though. Like if Paul is a hat man, they're violently misunderstood because I think he's like very good. Like, I don't think he's, I think he just like is kind of OCD and wants me to keep my house clean. Like, I mean, if it's an entire race, of people, right? Like if it's if it's a whole species, it sounds like you got one of the good ones. Yeah, I got a nice hat, man. Why do we think that people have experienced the same man over the course of like several, several, several years? Like, is it just like what we were talking about with biologically it freaks us out that this tall domineering figure with a hat that we can't see his face is like scary? Or is there a paranormal explanation? Maybe both. I think the media also plays a part where, like you said, now that we're aware of this hat man, we can start seeing this hat man. I do think the sort of like the psychological study aspect of it is interesting and that there is something to just figures being faceless and that this does appear over and over because it's not like like people having sleep paralysis, the way you describe it and the way my brothers described it, you're obviously not like creating that experience for yourself it's unpleasant you know your brain is going somewhere that's just not conscious so it is interesting that it keeps appearing but i do think it's the facelessness i think that it's somewhere in the middle too it's almost more interesting to me to think about the human psychology behind like why we all see the same figure like why that's what scares us so much Mm -hmm. that being said i want to know have any of you ever seen a shadow person but More importantly, have you ever witnessed the hat man? Let us know all over social media by using hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Lovie and Eleanor, also known as the gruesome twosome. And we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. 
It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery, aka the Gruesome Twosome.